I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, hello, everyone. Yep. Welcome along to our second look back at Q School on the podcast Stage 1B is now complete in both Niederhausen and MK, gentlemen. And we'll dive straight in to Niederhausen because it started first. An interesting last day, gents. I suppose the standout one, Leonard Gates, finally off and running after two disappointing days. Hello, yeah. Um, just just before we go there, Phil forgot to say who's actually chatting with him tonight. Uh, Jack Arwood with you as well as Lee, boys. Uh, <laughs> really good day. Standard covering it. But we're going to run with it anyway, because this is this is amusing, but we'll keep the comedy going. Uh, yeah, really interesting uh, final day of Stage 1B. Lenny Gates is the one that will be the big story getting over the line um, in terms of winning his place outright. But it was sort of the North American revolution today across both schools is, is the day I'm going to go for it. Judgment Day, very much North American day for me. 100%. So, you. Hello and welcome along, everyone. I'm Phil Bars on Online Darts the Land, joined by Jack, Gobby Garwood and Lee Boyce as we look back on Q School Stage 1B. It's all done and dusted, gentlemen. Didn't disappoint. And we had drama on the final day. You called it earlier, Gob, the North American Revolution, and it certainly was. Yeah, it was massive for those guys. Um, a lot of them left themselves a lot to do. Uh, unfortunately, Danny Lowby was one of the main casualties from that collection. But when you see the likes of Leonard Gates um, and Matt Campbell both getting through at the last hurrah, it was, it was a big day for those boys that a lot of people have got a lot of hopes for. And you, Lee, what, what was your overriding thoughts on 1B? 
Yeah, I think what the interesting part of 1B is we got to, looking back at 1A just a little bit, is 1A, we seem to get to a point where we had a lot of people, all the big names was already through and wrapped up. What we'd seen with 1B is a lot of people left um, a lot of a lot to do on day three, um, day three of 1B and uh, they stepped up. So North Americans stepped up to the job and done what was needed to do today other than Labour. 100%. We'll go to Knees and Howden first. Uh, Matt Campbell, stealing the show. A disappointing day one, but two strong days. Christian Kist, the former BDO world champion. Arjun Konterman, all doing bits and bobs. Lee from Niedenhausen. Yeah, and I think looking at the, um, the order of merit from Europe, there's some real big names who uh, didn't win automatically, but Matt Campbell... Uh, in the top five, pissed in the top five. So had really good days and should set them up for um, a good run into stage two now. 100% for you, Gob. Across the three days, was there any surprise from Niederhausen in 1B? Any real shocks that you didn't see coming? Um, not really sure about shocks. I, I can't see any names that I looked at and gone. They should get through. Ollie Holtkamp, perhaps. Um, he was talked about a lot um, pre-event. Obviously, I missed it because I was tweeting, who the hell is he after he beat Matt Campbell opening day? Um, he made a quarterfinal in Tour <laughs> last year. Um, he ended up missing out. He finished uh, down in 64th on the rankings. Um, but other than that, no, I think as we saw in Stage 1A from the EU Q school, everybody that we suspected should and will get through did. And that's just something about the standard difference, I think. But yeah, no big casualties in the end over in Niederhausen. There wasn't, but Lee, there was almost one. The much favoured um, Tibor Trickle left it late, didn't play well day one. Screwed it up on day two by over-practicing in his room and missing registration. Had it all to do today. Was beaten by Matt Campbell in the last 32, but just just getting over the line. And now he's in stage two. Will be a danger. Yeah, definitely will be a danger in stage, um, stage two. Very strange circumstance to miss day two of this stage, obviously by over-practicing. Um, only one point on the board which we've seen in Europe seems to be enough, but will be uh, one to look out for definitely in stage two. And we touched about it on the live stream, Gob. Will, um, will he have slipped a cup of coffee to some board markers for stage two? <laughs> I hope so. That, that's the way to do these. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And trust me, I've seen that in action one or two times on the development tour. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we're not going to dwell on one B too much because we've done the live stream on that but from there to Milton Keynes and it was a day of drama all eyes were on one person heading in today and that was the gambler Danny Baggish no points on the board at the start of the day he knew that he had to get to a final bare minimum gob and he ticked all the boxes today and everything that was put in front of him he came through yeah, he did. And under the most intense pressure as well, like knowing that he's been over here for a while already, the commitment he made to, to get over here because of the quarantine um, and, and just everything else he's been up against. It's not been easy for him to get here. Um, 
but a solid, solid performance when it mattered, um, beating some very, very capable players. Ryan Harrington, Lee Cox and Reese Colley, the standout ones, as he got towards the back end of the day. Um, he, he just showed that character, that grit, that determination that we saw from him at the World Championships. Um, not setting the world alight in averages, but he's one of them players that just has a knack of finding the right thing at the right moment. He, he just knows when to do things when you need it when you need it most in a darts match, and then that's a difficult trait for to people to be. Yeah, Lee, and unlike um, Niedenhaus on one B today, there was permutations all over the place. There was we were working out potential leg differences, maybe going to averages, there was spots at the lower end of the ranking up for grabs until the bitter end today at MK. Yeah, and hopefully that should be the uh, the excitement we're going to see going into stage two. Uh, looking at the UK, we had a similar situation after 1A with uh, Wayne Warren. One minute it was in, one minute it was out. Seems like we've had that similar situation today in the UK. And with that thought, that's what we want. Uh, we need that drama. That's what Obviously, the players need to step up and win today. And just touching on uh, Badish, what a performance. Uh, to get through, done enough. And for me, he's got to be going into tomorrow with massive confidence. Um, just winning every day and seeing every day through. Not brilliant averages, as Dobbs just said, but doing enough. 100%. God, I'm just going to go to this one on you. The, the big names looking out from 1B, from MK, that missed out. I'm going to go... Justin Smith, um, Stephen Burton and Diogo Portella are, are the ones. Now, again, this is another Q school heartbreak for Portella in particular. Look, we know he's work in progress, but is he ever going to get there, do you think? I'm not sure. Um, Diogo is a fantastic character and a fantastic dark player on his day, but the longer that his journey to become a tour card holder goes on and the performances that we see him put in at various challenge tours and other events, he's just missing that extra gear, that that X factor to me that suggests that this is a career for him. And and that's the, the thing I'm looking at at the minute. I know he's very close to giving up the game last year, very, very emotional at the World Championships when he got over the line. And that, and that performance is the one thing that you can cling to him and go, actually, no, go on. You've got the bottle when it happens. But he's just missing that extra level to his game that I think would really make him a professional dart player that can contend on the Pro Tour. Um, like I said, another heartbreak, another player that's missed out. The casualty list is probably full of more who's who in darts than those that actually progressed over the first two stages. Um, but that's the way Q score goes. Yeah, 100%. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Right, we're going to dive straight in. We're going to go and have a look at stage two because this is where there is some absolute monster names joining. Anyone that dropped off of the tour last year, and, of course, those at the top of the Challenge Tour and Development Tour order of merits come into play. The, the stakes get raised and those that only just scrape through in 1A and 1B are going to have to raise their game in Stage 2. Yeah, I think what, we, what we're going to start seeing from tomorrow is that standard being there from uh, Round 1. I think we've had a few people who've had a couple of easy rounds um, and got through um, fairly, fairly comfortably. What we're going to see tomorrow is obviously with the open draw, we can see anyone, uh, we can see top players meeting each other first round. And I think the players just need to be on it because if you have days and put yourself under pressure like some players have done in stage 1B, yeah, gonna, I don't think you'll get away with it in stage 2. 100%. Gob, going to come to you. We'll start in Niedenhausen. With the ones that are coming in, there are some strong candidates coming in from the player exempt list, um, shall we say, and which ones jump off to you straight away? The ones that jump off to me straight away, Gert Nemchez, very, very capable player. Uh, Martin Schindler and Van der Plas, we, we've spoken about at length and, and they've both adjusted their action over the last year. But the one I've really got my eye on is Neil Zonneveld because barring COVID last year, he wouldn't be in this situation. Um, he missed a number of events because of travel and, and health concerns um, caused by corona and, and not wanting to, to be in that position um, and ultimately now finds himself back at Q School on the hunt for that card. He, he put in some real good performances last year when he played, um, but unfortunately he, he didn't play in enough events to make that count. So he's the one I've really got my eye on over in um, the EU Q School. Uh, for you, Lee, as well, anyone that jumps off the list that Gob hasn't mentioned? Um, people like Jan Decker, Robbie John Rodriguez, obviously they're in this position because they haven't been playing well recently, but probably are two players for me who can perform um, on, a, on a day and can probably get themselves through. Other than that, I think Dobbs picked up the ones I was um, going to mention. Zonneveld's the one for me as well. He's the one to uh, keep an eye on from day one. I suppose as well, we, 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 we've got to mention the B word, Gob, but going into tomorrow... All eyes will be on Raymond Van Barneveld. First time in stage two. Can he get the job done at the first opportunity? I wouldn't put it past him. Um, he has been the standout so far across both stages, across the entire thing. Um, the performances, playing all three days, I think really helped him. We, we saw that gradual increase over the three days, getting over the line on the final day, so he knows he can still win an event. Um, or, or win a quarter of the draw as, as far as he needs to play. Um, it will be interesting to see now that it's not quite as diluted, I think is, is the fairest way to say it. Don't get me wrong, there are still some nice little draws in there that you might get in the 128 or the 64, but after that, the quality just gets a little bit better than what we've seen over the last six days. And that'll be interesting to see if he can keep that going all day over more games to win outright. 
Definitely as well. I'm going to stick with you, Gob, on this one because you've played. So this is a personal question to you. Would you have rather played in 1A or 1B as a player? This is from your point of view, not everyone's, just you. Um, probably 1B because of the bubble. Without the bubble, probably 1A. But with the bubble, knowing that I then got to go sit in the hotel room for another three days, wait around, possibly have a couple of games of practice, but actually very long days where you can't really do a lot. 1B for me. I'd, have, I'd like to go straight through. Um, a lot of people say that seven days straight is a long time. Yes, but if you catch some of the 1A guys cold early, you might not play all seven days. You might qualify outright or you might do enough in the first two or three days that if you are tired by the seventh day, you've done enough already. That There's multiple ways to win a tour card at Q school and they don't all involve having one massively good day. No, agreed. Going to switch to MK just for a second, Lee, and the 32 names that were exempt from stage one. Which ones of them are you particularly looking forward to seeing? Um, a few standouts. So, Jamie Lewis, Jim Williams, Thornton, um, and I'm going to say Matty Dennant. I'm looking forward to probably those four really standouts from me who I think don't have good ones. Obviously, Thornton's in a situation, um, and I think we've spoke about it many a times on the stream. I think it's talked every day about Rob Thornton, how good it would be to see him at a Q store. But I think he's one of the for on there's so many names in that youth high field of 32 um, and they're added to that we didn't be taking an eye on. For you, Gob, anyone from that 32-man list as well? I've looked at some of the old guys. It'd be interesting to see Richie Burnett. We saw him a couple of times at the back end of last year, Robert Thornton. Both the Williams boys, Jim Williams and Louis Williams. High hopes for Louis Williams. Uh, very, very good talent. Um, Scott Mitchell is another one. Uh, he's been exceptional on the Challenge Tour, former world champion. I'll be very, very surprised if he misses out. But actually, I'm, I'm drawn to Matty Dennant along with Lee Boyce because for the last couple of years, no matter <laughs> who it's been, what it's been, Matty Dennant has had a story. And all right, he hasn't got over a line both times, but there's been a story. Either he's directly caused somebody else to win a card or he's just been involved and he's always involved. And it'll be interesting to see if that develops once again. Yeah, definitely. There's one name here as well which intrigues me because everyone forgets he got to a UK from semi-final. I know it was under strange circumstances, but David Pallet is a man that's been around the tour a long, long time, but never quite seems to kick on. He is, yeah. and He's part of a bit of a group, I think, that are very similar, that seem to drift between both. We'll have a good nine months and then drop off a bit and you find him in this situation again. Um, He's definitely got the talent. He's definitely got the ability to go on and be a proper dance player. And I like his demeanour and the way he goes about the game. I think back to a Euro tour a couple of years ago where he left the bullseye and started hyping up the crowd and then hit the single 18 anyway and went on to lose the leg because he missed three in hand at double 16. Comedy... GDS, all right, probably should have got the job done. Uh, but he's a character that, that suits the PDC. Yeah, and th- there's another name on here, which I actually think this environment may suit him. Because when you follow certain players on social media platforms that you can have 
stories. Um, this gentleman loves a night out, shall we say, and maybe doesn't take it so seriously where he has to here is Nathan Rafferty, something we've talked about for a long, long time that has got ability, but maybe hasn't got the application, Lee, but being in Milton Keynes bubble, there's nothing else you can do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think uh, Rafferty's one. There's certainly others in there, it, and that's the thing. With a 32 in Utah, there seems to be a story with all of them. Um, obviously, we've spoke there about Matt. There's people like Turk Shepherd who's not been mentioned. Um, there's so many names in there who've either had a tour card before or have been very close to getting one. So it is very much an open field, more so for me in the UK than what it is in Europe. God, it wouldn't be Q score or a darting podcast not to mention the ne- next name because all eyes will be on her, which is Fallon Sherrick. She came through the field to do what come through on the order of merit. She got to a final in spells. We saw some great stuff. Yes, she wasn't consistent. However, now she's there playing against the better players. Can the queen of the palace conquer Q school? Well, she, she, she's clearly got the ability. She's beaten tour pros before. She's been competitive on the Challenge Tour. She looked very good in the Modus League at times last year. She's in the final stage, right? And, and that's not job done, but you can't win the raffle if you don't buy a ticket. If you're not in this last stage, you can't even be in contention for a tour card. The likes of Colin Osborne, Dean Winstanley, they're not there. So she is the only woman left in the field as well in contention for a tour card so obviously there's going to be attention on her there's been so many comparisons between Fallon and Lisa over the last three years since Lisa got her tour card as a world champion as well Fallon the first to win on TV hasn't got the world titles and doesn't have the tour card yet still playing a little bit of catch up in terms of that but actually in terms of marketing accessibility and and earnings from the likes of sponsorship probably in the lead so this would be a massive step if she picks up a tour card yeah Christ it'd be I think it'd be huge for darts to have another lady on the tour as well and the appeal like you say that that Fallon has got would would be quite remarkable but time will tell on that one right gentlemen you know what's coming next I would like three three names from both Niedenhausen and Milton Keynes, who you think will win one of the 29 tour cards available. And I'm going to come to Lee first for Niedenhausen. So, I'm going to go one from 1A, one from 1B, and one who is straight into stage two. So I'm going to go for Boris to uh, win who's done through stage uh, 1A, Omnidal, Zoran, Lurchbatter and Zonavel from Europe as my three. Gob? Let me under it now. Um, I tell you what, I can't help but be impressed. We haven't spoken about him yet, actually, but I can't help but be impressed with just how easy Alan Suter made it look. Um, Scottish International, very, very good player. Oh, well, well hold your horses. We're, we're, we're in Niedenhausen first. Oh, well, Scottish 
Scotland might be part of the EU soon. You never know. Which <laughs> one get rid of. Um, Phil, you know what he's doing now? <laughs> I was going to say, if, if Nicola Sturgeon goes her way, they'll be, in, they'll be part of Europe. <laughs> if Sturgeon gets her way, all right, easy. 1A, um, Barney, comfortably. Barney is the outstanding <laughs> talent in the field. Um, he, he's shown in his performance over the last three days, he's still got it. Um, hit more 90-plus averages than anybody else, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, and arrogantly, as, as much as he said it in his pre-tournament interview, People are scared of his name a little bit. Yeah, right, there's that target on his back. But at the same time, he takes that leg back off you that you probably shouldn't have won. And somebody's going to hope they're wearing brown pants or black pants because it won't look pretty. So Barney is, is the one from 1A for me. Um, although I expect a couple of names to come through from that one. Um, where am I going in B? I'm going Matt Campbell, you know. Um, I know he didn't win it outright, and there's a whole host of names that did. Um, but I think his performances today mean that he will get over the line. He, he is quality, properly rate him. Um, uh, Neil Donovan is, is, for me, he, he cruises one if he plays anywhere near what he did last year on tour. Right. I'm going to go from stage 1A. We all know where I'm going with this one. Nico Kurtz. Not surprised. Um, <laughs> stage 1B. I'm going to go. Again, I'm, I'm drawn to this one and I probably shouldn't be, but I'm going to go Jose Justicia. I just. He looked very good. That's what I mean. I just saw enough to think, I think that he, he will. And then off of the ones that were exempt, I am going Martin Schindler would be my three. Um, then we go to Milton Keynes, the same three names, but this time, Gob, seeing that you tried to go there, first of all, we will come to you. Uh, I was probably starting one A. I started in one B of all places. I've got my things <laughs> in the wrong order and all sorts. Um, <laughs> where am I going with this? No, you know, I genuinely don't know. Um, I you stitched me up here. I should have pre-planned this. I'm gonna go Aaron Monk. I think he was in enough very different games over his time to qualify. Um, that he is he is battle hardened, and I think he'll get over the line. Uh, one B Alan Suter. Um, superb couple of honourable mentions for Jose Marquez only spoke about him yet he had nine data not even mentioned him once on a 1B review um, and, and Jared Cole and Darren Beveridge as well I think they're both uh, quality performers um, and then Louis Williams is the one for me said him from the very start before these lists even come out um, I expect Louis Williams to pick up talk out as well Lee, where are you going with your three picks? So, my 1A and 1B was going to be the same as Dobbs, but I'm going to change them. Uh, I'm going to go 1A, the artist, Kevin Painter. Uh, very good run on day three for him. So, I'm going to go the artist, stage 1A. I'm going to go Jerry Cole, 
um, 1B. Uh, two, the last two days, very good for him. And we've both spoke about Ian Lomonadol. We've the story from Matt Dennett this year will be he'll get a tour card, and it's not about someone else. I'm going to be Matt Dennett, who's exempt, obviously, to uh, stage two. Right. 1A. I'm going to say this. From 1A, I don't think anyone wins one outright on the day. But I think I saw enough consistency in Mike Warburton that I think he might clock up enough points on the order of merit from 1A. 1B. Jason Askew. Just because I think he's got the scoring power on his day to get rid of anyone. And from the order of merit. I agree with both of you. Oh, I'm torn. Oh, no. Sorry, not the order of merit. Uh, off the exempt list. I'll go back to sleep. I'm going for the former champion of the world, Scott Mitchell. I just think, I just think that his consistency across the four days will get in there. How he didn't get one last year, I don't know. Because he was probably the best player at Q School. Just missed out, I think. Yeah, that's what I mean. But you look at every stat going, he was top. And somehow didn't win one. So they are mine. Right, guys. I think we were going to keep this short and sweet. I think we've covered everything we need to, unless anyone can think of anything that we haven't. Um, just one little quick thing. Um, anybody that has been following on Dart rankings, um, we are aware of a couple of people have withdrawn before tomorrow for the EUQ school. So, uh, Papazic, Pauls and Zvali have all withdrawn and are replaced by the top three of the reserve list, which is Toon, Grieve, uh, I think it's Mikhail Hausler. Michael Hausler and Andrew Beaton. So one of the dramatic stories of the day was Andrew Beaton losing in the round that he did by a significant amount of legs that put him out of tomorrow's action. He has now snuck back in and will play in stage two. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for joining us on the podcast as always. And if you're listening on what will be Sunday morning, remember we are live on YouTube for the Q School Daily Stream, covering all the boards in one place across the next four days. So you don't miss any of the action. You can have us on in the background or you can come and get involved in the chat room because it's been electric. I've been Phil Bars, as always. Thank you very much to Jack, Gobby Garwood and Lee Boyce, part of the online darts team. Remember, we can't do this without one, the team, and two, you guys for listening. So have a great weekend and we will see you on the other side of Q School on the podcast. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.